This is my blog post entitled I Am Soul. When I first set out to write this blog, I wanted to write about King David. I've wanted to meet David for a while now and meet the man who God loved so much. God testified concerning him in Acts 13 verses 22. I have found David, son of Jesse, a man after my own heart. He will do everything I want him to do. I could learn so much from his passionate and faithful servant of God, but God wanted to introduce me to King Saul instead. I really did not want to meet Saul. He's not portrayed as a good ruler and was evil and disobedient right up to his death. Again, I questioned God, why him? How can I identify with Saul? I'm nothing like him. I'm not Saul. Maybe Saul was never really a true child of God, I thought. After all, he was given to the Israeli nation as their first king because the nation sinned against God. He was chosen by the people, given as a king to lead us. They demanded to Samuel, the high priest and prophet at the time. In Samuel 8 verses 6 we read that Samuel was very upset that they rejected his leadership and demanded change from how things were always done. A prophet was the medium between God and his people, and this rejection of the people meant that they did not trust Samuel or God, that they wanted someone who was more superior in their eyes to lead them with clear direction and who they could look up to. God was not enough. God consoles the heartbroken Samuel in 1 Samuel 8. Listen to all the people are saying to you. It is not you that they have rejected, but they have rejected me as their king, as they have done from the day I brought them out of Egypt until this day, forsaking me and serving other gods. So they are doing to you. God was used to the complaining nature of the Israelites, never satisfied and always looking and comparing with what everyone else in the world is doing what gods they were following, how they were sacrificing, how they governed. When we look to the world, our desires are set by the standards of the world. Jesus himself said, My kingdom is not of this world, for if it were, my followers would fight to keep me from being handed over to the Jewish leaders, in John 18 verses 36. So God gave them what they asked for, a king. For just like our own children, Sometimes when you have explained the consequences to them fully and they still go ahead against your wishes, the best way to learn is for them to face the consequences and find out the hard way. See, God very clearly explained the consequences of their wishes. The all-knowing, almighty Father warned them in 1 Samuel 8 verses 7. This is what the king who will reign over you will claim as his rights. He will take your sons and make them serve with his chariots and horses. He will run in front of his chariots, risking his life. Some will plough his grounds and reap his harvests. Others will make weapons of war. He will take your daughters to be perfumers and cooks and bakers. He will take the best of your field, vineyards and olive groves, and give them to his attendants. He will take a tenth of your grain and give it to his officials and attendants. Take the best of your cattle and donkey for his own use. He will take a tenth of your flocks and you yourself will become slaves. 
When that day comes, you will cry out for relief from the king you have chosen. But the Lord will not answer you in that day. I don't know about you, but this does not sound like a good deal to me. But the people were stubborn. 1 Samuel 8 verses 19 says, But the people refused to listen to Samuel, saying, We shall be like the other nations, with a king to lead us and go out before us and fight our battles. It would seem that things have not changed much. We still demand justice. We look at others. We want to fit in with society and the normalities of the world. We desire our will, like the leaders and governments we vote for, but then we blame God when things go wrong. King Saul was the first anointed king of Israel. He was from a humble background, the least and the smallest tribe of Israel, a Benjamite. But God chose him to lead his people and command his servant Samuel to anoint him. In 1 Samuel 9.17, This is the man I spoke to you about. He will govern my people. God prepared King Saul for this very important role right from the start. There was still a way to change the course of his premonition if at least one would listen and submit to his advice. A true leader of people. He gave Saul his Holy Spirit so that he may be able to discern between right and wrong. The Bible says that God changed Saul's heart and that the Spirit of God came powerfully on him on the day that he was chosen. 1 Samuel 10 verses 9 So much so that those who knew him were shocked. I know that because the Bible says that when those who had formerly known him saw him prophesying with the prophets, they asked each other, What is this that has happened to the son of Kish? Is so also among the prophets? Every converted Christian has been asked that question at some point. What has happened to you? Different analogy, but the same question. The former soul was no more. The newly converted soul was in his place. God changed his heart. He was set with good intentions and God's blessing. Again, the instruction from God to the people and soul were very clear. We read in 1 Samuel 12 verses 13. Now here is the king you have chosen, the one you have asked for. See, the Lord has set a king over you. If you fear the Lord and serve and obey him and do not rebel against his command, and if you, you both and the king who reigns over you Follow your Lord, the God, good. But if you do not obey the Lord, and if you rebel against his commands, his hand will be against you as it was against your ancestors. Sound familiar? King Solomon had a similar warning from the Lord at the start of his reign, and we know how that story turned out. You can read about Solomon in the Bible. Ezekiel 2 verses 4 says, The people who I am sending you are obstinate and stubborn. Say to them, This is what the Sovereign Lord says, whether they listen or fail to listen, for they are a rebellious people. Do not be afraid of them or their words. Do not be afraid, though briars and thorns are all around you and you live among scorpions. Do not be afraid of what they say, or be terrified by them, though they are a rebellious people. You must speak my words to them, 
whether they listen or fail to listen. Do not rebel like that rebellious people. Open your mouth and eat what I give you. Saul was a king that did not follow God's commands. He was a terrible ruler. The Bible says that the word of the Lord came to Samuel saying, I regret that I have made Saul king because he's turned away from me and he's not carried out my instructions. 1 Samuel 15 verses 11 Saul went against every command and all the covenants of the law of Moses. He worshipped false gods and idols. He stole from the people. He killed unlawfully. He confined and sought out the advice of mediums and spiritualists. He listened to no one, least of all Samuel. He broke all the rules. Rules set for centuries like the importance of being consecrated before making sacrifices to God. He followed his own judgments and most importantly, he did not seek God's advice but desired the approval of people. Saul wanted to please the people, his followers, his soldiers, his family, and do what they say, and in doing so, he displeased God. Towards the end of his life, he was consumed by his insane jealousy for David, whom the people respected and loved more. This evil spirit tormented him and drove him insane. Saul took his own life on the battlefield like a coward. What can I learn from Saul? Throughout Saul's life, God pleads with him, Seek me, ask for my advice, follow my word, I'll send my servant to you, follow his advice, don't worry about what people say, don't seek the counsel of other gods, other people, listen to the spirit that I gave you when I anointed you. Then I understood. I am the king of my life and the lives of those I am responsible for, a chosen ruler for those who seek my advice and guidance. What advice do I give? What commands do I approve? Are they to please God or to please man or myself? Do I tell people what they want to hear? Do what is custom to the world? Do I seek the advice of others and the approval of others? Do I always listen to the voice inside my head? Do I go to God first? I have to be honest. I am so. I leave you with this final verse. Jesus said in John 10:14, I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep and my sheep know me. Just as the Father knows me and I know the Father. My sheep listen to my voice and I know them and they follow me. I give them eternal life and they shall never perish.